Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Stay with us, Lord, for it is the evening. Let your light scatter the darkness. Joyous light of glory of the immortal Father, heavenly holy
Let the incense of our repentant prayer ascend before you, O Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us, that with purified minds we may sing your praises with the church on earth and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever and ever. Psalm 24 is inside your blue bulletin insert. We'll chant it responsibly. I'll do the antiphon and stanza one, and then we'll alternate. your heads, O you gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, lift up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts, He is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The reading is from the ninth chapter of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you, according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, 
Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Here ends the reading. The hymn, hymn number 35. Thank you. 
holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant me, beseech thee, that as we have known on earth the mysteries of that light, we may also come to the fullness of his joys in heaven. Who live in the reign of the most ever one God, world without end. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the expressed image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he had by an inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels' spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not fail. This is the word Nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
Our sermon text is from St. John chapter 1, verse 9. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 4, our Savior, the source of eternal life, is described as the light of men. Now, we're obviously not talking about a physical source of light, as is the sun or a light bulb. But the text is referring to a revelation, which is an attribute of light. The divine person of Jesus Christ took on human flesh and thus became a revelation to men. As St. John says in verse 18, No one has seen God at any time. Therefore, if you want to know about God, it must be revealed to you. That revelation came to us in and through Jesus Christ. With the incarnation, the coming of our Jesus Christ to dwell in our world, the light shines in the darkness. Now, the first surprise that we find in today's text is that the coming of the Savior, was not recognized, it was not embraced by all men. You see, what we realize is that our world and our situation, it is of darkness. Yes, one of darkness. And thus we need a forerunner. We need John the Baptist to prepare us and point us to that which is the true light. It is due to the damaging effects of sin that, well, all analogies fail to demonstrate why there needed to be a witness to point to Jesus so that all men would believe. I mean, all right, so imagine this. A dark room, and then the shining of a light in that dark room. Now, no one needs to say, hey, look over here. There's a light. (laughs) When you're in a dark room and a light comes on, everybody looks towards it. No one needs to draw your attention to it as if you would miss it. And yet that's exactly St. John's point when he says the darkness did not comprehend it. That's why John had to point him out. St. John makes the same point by explaining it in a little different way. He says, the Creator came to His creation, and they did not know Him. Even more, the God of Abraham came to His nation, the one whom He had brought out of of Egypt with a mighty arm, and, and they did not receive Him. So what do we know? There's a bondage to sin. A bondage and slavery to darkness. And it prevents the reception of light and life. So, I was handed a cell phone. I was told it didn't work. After examining it, I came to realize that the cell phone was not actually broken at all. It was fully functioning. It was receiving a signal, and it was broadcasting a message to the screen. So why was I told it was broken? Why why didn't the person receive the message? The setting for the brightness of the screen was turned completely down. The processor inside, yes, it was, it was broadcasting a message, but the display was being prevented. Although this is not a perfect example, it does illustrate that the proclamation of the message, the gospel, was going out. All the while, the content of the message was not being received. St. John the Baptist was sent to bear witness to Jesus Christ, the light of the world. St. John diagnosed man's problem by means of the law, and then, 
with the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, he revealed that message which was being broadcast and was intended to give light to all men. But the reception of the revelation was not received because certain men were received. The reception was received, but it was received not because men were of the correct bloodline of descendants. It was received, but not because of a resolute decision of the person. It was certainly not received through the own will of the flesh, the evil desires of man's nature. Those who received the message from God are described in this way. Born of God. It was God who gets all the credit for the gift of faith, or as the text says, of believing in his name. You see, the triune God is once again the source of the rebirth of the children of God. The Son of God, the Word, who was with God in the beginning, is the reason for their belief in his name. St. John says it this way, For the law was given through Moses, but but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law, which revealed man's sinful condition and slavery to sin, worked the preparation. But it was the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh, the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. The second surprise we see in tonight's Gospel is that the triune God has always been a God of grace and truth, always desiring to save us. Jesus, we find, was the Word at the beginning. Jesus was the light of men from the Garden of Eden through the Old Testament. Jesus is the Word who dwelt among us, and he is still the light and the Word, and will be until... He brings it all to an end at his second coming. St. John does not describe some kind of change in the heart of God. No, our God didn't change his mind and somehow modify his plan. The Heavenly Father was and is and will be always and forever full of grace and truth. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. It describes our God even before the world began. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. So to our surprise, we find that even before the creation of the world, our Heavenly Father chose believers to be saved according to his grace. It is that grace and truth which came through Jesus Christ, who is the Word and the light. And finally, the third surprise is this. Our Heavenly Father has always been broadcasting this message. Or should we say, He's always been revealing Himself in the person of His Son. The eternal Son of God was the Word in the beginning. And it's through that word, let there be, that all things were created, everything which was made. And Jesus is still the light through whom we receive new life by his word. St. John the Baptist says that he was a voice. Well, a voice needs to be heard. Similarly, Jesus is the word. And the word needs to speak. Jesus is the light as well which needs to reveal by shining. It can't be a light without it. It's shining in the darkness. Even though Jesus Christ came at one particular point in human history and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, that was not the beginning. 
It was simply the revelation of who God is and what he is doing for us. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father has declared him, that is, the Father. You see, it's the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh which now explains everything. All of the prophecies, the shadows, they're now comprehended. When we now see the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, the sure and certain hope of eternal life is an obvious result. Jesus could not have been the Word. He could not have been the true light without his incarnation, his coming to reveal himself and to show us himself full of grace and truth. Let me say that third surprise then in another way. Jesus himself is the revelation of God. That's what we find. When you know Jesus, you know the bosom or the love of the Father. It's through Jesus we receive grace and truth. There's no one else who is full of grace and truth except Jesus. And through faith in Jesus, we become children of God. The glory of God is revealed in his only Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Page 143, Create in Me. Almighty and most merciful Father, we thank Thee that Thou hast fulfilled Thine ancient promises and given us in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. O Lord Jesus Christ, praise and glory and honor be to Thee, for out of Thine unspeakable love Thou didst humble Thyself, that we might be exalted. Thou wast made man, that we might be made heirs of God and fellow heirs with Thee. Thou didst take upon thee the form of a servant, that we might be renewed into the image of God. We sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, but thou hast brought us light and life and peace and joy. O Holy Spirit, we praise and bless thee for making known to us and to all mankind, by the preaching of the gospel, the joyful tidings of the Holy Nativity. And we beseech thee, quicken us by thy grace and power, that we may not hear the Christmas message with passing wonderment only, but like Mary, ponder it in our hearts, that it may kindle in us the light of truth, the light of true faith, and the fire of fervent love. Let us not be turned aside by doubts or fears, but like the shepherds, trusting fully in thy word, come with haste to see the things which have come to pass. Accept them for our salvation. Make known abroad, as we have opportunity, the great joy which shall be to all people. And glorify and praise you for the marvels of your grace and love. We ask your blessing upon Anita Prohaska, uh, who has uh, COVID. Uh, we ask also that you would be with Arthur Skinner, uh, Patty's uh, father who has heart trouble. We ask your blessing upon them and we ask that if it is your will that you would provide uh, healing for them. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be 
world without end. given us a new revelation of your glory, that seeing you in the person of your Son, we may be drawn to the love of those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Oh, my God, oh, my God. 
May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve the body and soul and the life of the last thing. Take part in peace. God the Father, the fountain of source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Blessed we the Lord. Be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.